Oh, full send. I was not expecting oh, okay. that. Okay, we can, can we clean that out and then cut that in? You're definitely cutting that in. No, uh, leave it. You're just going to let it go? Yeah. No, I don't want it on this. I want to clean it up. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ball Status. That's right. That's where we talk about the business of health and the health of business. Today, I think we're going to talk about the health of business. This would, this would, uh, this is an episode that has been in the works now for probably four months. Yeah. Yeah. I've been saying we're going to do it. Well, I was just like, you know what? We got to do this today because we kind of let the, uh, cat out of the bag, so to speak, uh, for our last, in our last episode of Subdates, where we hinted at, uh, America Energy is gone. So that was, uh, we did that. We last launched week. it on Friday. And yeah, so we launched on Friday. Was that and that technically was leaked by Stack 3D on Friday too? Yeah, he got it right away. Sat, Friday or yeah. Saturday. So then Stack 3D came out and talked about um, uh, us discontinuing America Energy. So we wanted to do a boss status where we actually we're actually live over here. Um, I'm not sure. We usually don't go live on boss statuses, no, but it's just a little. We do on a boss status. Uh, ask the boss. Ask the boss. That's right, but. If you guys want to listen, we're not going to save Which this the, out there. But this could be yeah. interesting. This is just boss status. This is a press. Yeah. Co- this is a press release, press conference. So, well, at a press press release or press conference, uh, the man of importance should be taking questions at the end. So, or okay, maybe just, we can take some questions. Yeah, okay. Well, let's. So, usually we start this podcast and we usually crack open American Energy, say sponsored by American Energy. So. Uh, let's get to the real uh, reason why we need this is we need a new energy drink sponsor for the podcast. So because here soon we're not going to have any energy drinks. Right, we're going to be out of America Energy to sponsor this. So if you have an energy drink company out there and you would like to sponsor our podcast, fourteen fifteen Wilkesboro Highway in Statesville two eight six two five. Was was that? Were you showing you get a mullet I'm with just it? Just trying to face shots right now, just like. Uh, look, this is what you're going to get. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the sponsorship. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Keep keep going. You keep doing your thing. Um, yeah, send them our way, and we can have a new sponsor for the uh, podcast. Um, but what I want to do on this is kind of walk through, for those who don't know, and even those who do, this might be a trip down memory lane. Let's talk about America Energy, which is a uh, – We I got a question asking, like, uh, are both – you know, the supplements and the drinks gone. And so just to answer that right off the bat, no, Miracle Labs is healthy. That's, uh, we had our biggest quarter ever this past quarter. It's growing. We got a ton of things in the works. Uh, America Energy, or sorry, America Labs is still going to be around. America Energy is no longer. Correct. Um, so just to make that clear. So when we created America Energy, we knew that it was going to be a different beast um, and so we spun that company off. It was a separate LLC, um, and run completely separately, different books, different cash, different everything. It was just completely different than America Labs. It um, was natural for a lot of people to think they were one, you know, somehow you tag in America Labs, you yep. want to tag America Labs, you end up tagging America Energy, yep. but they were always separate. Yep. So when we first launched, we launched on Memorial Day, 2018. And, uh, this was at a time, you know, the country was a little different then, you know, like this America labs was kind of born out of the feud between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, really. So it was, a, it was a page, a satirical 
patriotic brand that launched in 2017. But at the time, we were drinking Monster Ultras all the time. Right. So we just loved our energy drinks, and we thought, man, we can do this better. So after a lot of research, um, we found uh, a flavor house. Uh, like a, it was a very, it wasn't one of the big flavor houses. It was a private independent where it was basically we were working with a single person, which was pretty cool. And I think that's why our flavors were so unique. Um, the original four. How did you get that contact? Um, we you know, got that contract through the manu. We got that contact, I think, through the manufacturer, who was originally came through a broker. So that's right. Um, we launched in May of 2018, and we wanted to create an energy drink that was better than what we were drinking on the market at the time, which was basically uh, Monster. Um, Bang was big, so Bang was already on a rocket ship at that point. There was Monster. Um, and then sports nutrition was starting to get into the space at the time, right around when we launched, I remember, cause we were pitching to muscle foods, USA. Yep. Um, we had a couple renditions of the can and actually, honestly, this is actually the original can with the Jack president. That's actually the, the second. Uh, no, this is the, this is the, this is one of the latest, later flavors. This okay. is the Liberty flavor, but, um, what was I talking about? Uh, other companies are brands. Oh, yeah. So uh, if ProSups was coming out with yeah. the Hyde Energy Drink. And if you recall, it had 350 milligrams of caffeine. And when they ran it through the first time, I don't know if they, they put the wrong amount of sucralose in, but it was It nasty. also didn't have teacrine in it It had well, teacrine. And, and had a bite to oh, it. Oh, but it had like, I think they like tripled the sucralose or something. Like it was like it awful. Was, it was, well, yeah. It yeah, was so that, that was... Uh, Quickly launched and died. And then uh, BSN yes. came out with their 16-ounce can. Was it an Endo Rush? Endo Rush. And I think that was 300 milligrams caffeine. I think it was Endo which is Which is no longer. Right. Um, I think C4 came out a little bit after that. So we were actually just pre-C4, right? Yeah, so I, I, and I, I'm not going to get the exact date. But around that time, it was C, I think C4 was in there. And then I think 3D started to come to life a little bit around that. 3D time. was after. Yeah, it was definitely after. So we had a great position because we were one of the first to market in the sports nutrition space. Yep. Um, and so when we initially launched in Muscle Foods, it, fo it sold out like immediately, like pre-sales. And then we literally sold out. We had to wait until we could manufacture again. Um, and we launched, um, and then we launched a fifth flavor. We launched in four flavors, Not Your Granny's Apple, American made, which was an orange. Let's make America grape again and freedom. Freedom. And freedom was the only one that stayed around for the rebrand of those flavors. Of those four. Um, you know, Stack 3D still ranks those four original flavors as like the best ever. Like they were, so we, we were the number one rated energy drink for a while. Because it was the four, we were the four presidents on that can at the, at the yeah, National so Mall. And we did a lot of content around funny videos around those presidents. Uh, so if you go to my YouTube channel and you search America Energy, like launch video, that was one of the best videos we've done. Totally. It was in just an incredible video. We did it on the mall. We raised heck on the mall because there was people taking pictures with us. Like, yeah. It was just, it was such a good video um, to launch. And so I think that was, we were really surprised. Well, we knew it was going to be good, but we didn't know how good it was going to be. But we had no idea what we were getting into. 
literally none. Like we knew nothing about the drink space. So not only we knew a lot about manufacturing supplements, but manufacturing drinks is a whole other uh, uh, supply chain from the cans to the sleeves to how do you get them to the factory to the, the buying kits of flavor and like the raw materials and just all of that process was just a completely, you know, we had to get up to speed and learn it. So we, you know, we did R&D for six months to a year until we finally launched. Um, and we were doing really well. We launched into GNC um, in the following year, right? Um, and we were getting placement in a lot of good places. You know, we were actually starting to break into some of the C stores. Um, right mil- before military, military, we actually just broke in. T- we were just starting to break into Europa, right before. Well, it got into. Yeah, it was it Muscle was Foods primarily. Muscle and Foods, and then you, that w- which was your pack, which was military uh, yep. bases, and then. Yeah, that was our initial relationship with Europa was the drinks. Yeah. So um, it was doing really well. And we had five flavors, and then we dropped two more, which was our Liberty and our Justice flavor. Yep. Um, and basically that rolled us up into COVID. And then when COVID hit, uh, it really hurt the brand. It destroyed. So whereas our supplement side of things – I mean, obviously our retail stores took a hit that year, uh, but still did really well considering everything. And the brands, that was the year that we rebranded Core, did really well. But I would say America, um, America La- or Energy took the biggest hit. And it basically, we decided, we made a strategic decision because when you're running this stuff, you're not running like a couple pallets like you can supplements. You're running hundreds of pallets. Yep. So we were overstocked because basically that whole distribution chain got cut off like gyms closed everywhere the product was going was closed retailers were hurting and so we made a strategic decision okay let's just pause and when a covid is over we will relaunch and do a rebrand you know we already started to see at that point in time some of the difficulties right around when covid hit with our current branding because we were starting to get some feedback from large retailers and gym chains that they were very hesitant to bring in a brand with the flag on it. Remember uh, it 24 was, hour fitness? Yeah, so that was pre uh, 2020 riots. That was, yeah, that was pre the craziness of 2020, yeah. but it was rolling in. So uh, we were starting to get some feedback that our patriotic brand was maybe a little too harsh, aggressive, um, aggressive right? They were offended. Like that, that specific one, they were, they said they right. were offended. Because we knew at this point in time, we were doing really well in specialty where, where we do well as a, as a supplement brands. Like that was our space, but we were starting to play with the big boys and starting to figure out how do we get into C stores and all those different chains and all the different distributions. Like it's a whole other, well, we didn't have anyone on our team with experience. We no. literally were, we were doing it ourselves where we don't come from a drink space where you really need people in the drink space. We're going to National Association of Convenience Stores Expos. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah. and this, but This is amazing. We this stood is, out like a sore thumb, but it was yeah. great. Yeah. But we got a lot of great. The first one, man, was great. We had so many great contacts. and We had we got a lot of good contacts out of <clears throat> that, that first NAX. And, um, you know, we were kind of excited for the rebrand and the opportunity to kind of do some rebrand when we brought it back out. But at this point in time, um, you know, COVID hit and we put everything on pause. And finally, 
flash forward really to um, July 4th, 2021. That is when we, we basically stopped doing business for a full year. Like we stopped running product for probably closer to two years. Yeah. Like, um, because we had all that inventory and then we relaunched. But at this point in time, there was more challenges. Like we upped our packaging. So, um, what I mean by that is the graphics and like the textures, we added textures to our can and our la our labeling, uh, had a, a feel to it. There was just more detail. Um, and we decided to make a strategic decision to keep the flag on there, but take away the cartoonish presidents. We still kept the tongue in cheek write ups on the side. Um, talking about the flavor, but we got rid of all of the Jack presidents. It was kind of like a more mature energy drink um, is what we were kind of to go for. And whereas we went with these like uber paid, like over the top patriotic, satirical, cartoonish type uh, marketing and videos we did when we first launched that in 2018, when we launched in 2021, we did basically the uh, America uh, versus PAL videos. Right. And Pow was just like, you know, tongue in cheek of a competitor on the market and how kind of their marketing is over the top and craziness and all this stuff. Whereas America Energy is like your classic energy drink, right? Like it was like, and if you want to check out my YouTube and you go to the uh, America Energy versus Pow videos, there's some really awesome ones uh, from when we launched in uh, 2021. It's Dave's best character. It was great. Yeah. He was uh, Zach, right? Zach O'Walks. Yeah. Um, so... That's so we relaunched and we relaunched at this point in time, but we had in the meantime, we had to find a new manufacturer. So our original manufacturer was um, a business that was basically just getting their canning lines up and running. And we were one of the first to help them kind of retool their, their lines and kind of get their business reestablished in Florida. Well, at this point in time, they ended up uh, contracting with uh, some really big players. Um, like, I think he originally told me it was Celsius, but it actually wasn't. Uh, it was some other really large, fast-growing energy drink brand on the market today. Um, and basically, their line time when we wanted to go rerun was completely gone. Right, because the brand that they're running now is probably the fastest growing energy drink out there, and they had no more line time, which sucked. Right, like you know, we were we were not on that level, yeah. right? Um, but we still wanted to run, so we had to basically start over and find a manufacturing facility. So that wasn't easy to do because of some of our requirements is like we needed to be like east of the Mississippi, <laughs> right? Like we don't want to be running this stuff in Vegas or California because at the end of the day, you're shipping water. And when you're moving like truck, <coughs> excuse me, truckloads of this stuff, you know, you can add a dollar a case to your cost depending on where it's coming from, which is just on a low margin product to begin with. A dollar is a lot. A dollar is a ton. A dollar is a ton. So we also were setting up our artwork uh, when we did this, I'm trying to give you guys all the insights into what we were thinking. Our artwork where we could transition from sleeves to um, printed cans, because that's when you can really start making money. You can see a lot of brands will start in sleeves and then transition to to um, the right. printed cans. And a couple, just a couple insights for you guys, like these sleeve cans can cost 25, 30 cents a can. A printed can is like 15 or 16 cents. So it's like 
you know, 40% less, almost half the price. And a big cost driver of these drinks is the packaging. Yeah. So if you can cut that in half and you can, I mean, let's say you cut, I mean, even a couple dollars per case, right? Um, I mean, that's huge. That's huge in, in being well, able so to- So that was a dollar so, in shipping and a dollar in, in packaging. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, so we wanted to start in sleeves because here's the thing. You can kind of split a truckload. So a truckload of cans, like empty cans is like 155,000 cans. But when you run sleeve or printed cans, you have to do one flavor, 155,000 cans. You can't just do like a pilot run where you're running six flavors across those. So we wanted to start in sleeves again and, you know, build up to be, you know, running millions of cans at a time uh, because we want to shoot BBs, not cannonballs. See previous podcasts on that one. Um, so <laughs> we had a different manufacturer. This manufacturer was in Michigan, which so it was, you know, uh, a little bit more expensive to ship to us from than it was to Florida. Um, and so there were some costs there, but this was a new company with a beautiful facility. It was really nice. Um, and we thought they were going to be a great partner of ours. Um, but you know, kind of fast forward, we found out that not to be the case. They had a lot of issues internally. I won't get into the details and I'm not going to say the names here. Um, but I will say that one of the reasons we decided to basically, uh, that kind of pushed us over the edge. Like, I think if we didn't have the issues we had, we probably still would have discontinued. No, we wouldn't have. I don't know. That's a tough call. But that was one of the reasons, right? The manufacturing issues we had at the end of last year. So um, our manufacturer basically, you know, there was a lot of back and forth and we were having random cans explode. Um, and it wasn't at the seals. It wasn't anything that we did. Uh, we had third parties come in and investigate this that were not related to us or the manufacturer, but we were finding about one can in every case would go like literally pop the open. Top. The top would pop open and then that would seep into the can, the case. And then we had to go through pallets and pallets of this stuff. And they, they had to repackage stuff that they were storing at their manufacturing facility. And they, told us that that was it and it was all fixed. Well, when we went to investigate in person, we found just it was a filthy mess and they didn't, it wasn't, the problem wasn't solved and it wasn't fixed and they basically misconstrued how widespread the problem was in the, in the inventory that they were storing, which is hundreds of pallets. So at the end of last year, we made a strategic decision to basically trash uh, over, you know, hundreds of pallets of this stuff. Like just, and then for you guys, you can imagine. So like, all right, so you get a, a case of supplements and one, it, it might get thrown onto a truck. Well, that one might, uh, the seal might break and some powder might come out and powder might get, might get over the other supplements. Well, you can take that out, clean them off. And then those five other supplements in that say protein case Can't do are that so with good drink. with an energy drink. It might leak that liquid will then leak onto the, the cardboard that it's in now it's in a soppy case, but that unit is sold as a whole unit, right? So, um, and even more worse is that on a pallet, one bad case can then right. drip into many bad, right. turn into many bad cases. Right. So at the end of the day of what was it like 60, it was, it was 160 it was, cases on a pallet, but like you could have a couple bad cases. Destroyed. No, in our last, I don't know if you wanted to get into a number, but in our last investigation, it was, it was like you couldn't find one good pallet out of a hundred pallets. Every hundred pallets, there was there was no good ones. Right, right. Like so, it was, 
Yeah, it was it was it was tough because it was basically like all our inventory that we had, you know, we didn't feel comfortable at some point in time we just shut off shipping because, you know, we'd rather not ship than ship it and then ship it back, right? Or ship it and then pay for shipping and then have it, you know, be charged back anyways. Well, we tried one last time and it didn't make it. <laughs> we shipped we shipped to our partner in Nebraska like with with product and it we we repackaged it when it got here and then we shipped it back out and it it just didn't make it. Like what do you mean it didn't make it? What happened in that one? They started popping. Oh they, yeah, they, got they, it. they couldn't accept the Even after we fixed it. Yeah. Well, we cleaned out all the other ones. Yeah, and got so rid we of it. took inventory that we had here, repackaged it yep. for them, got out the bad ones and shipped it so back. So at the out. end of the day, I, I still <clears throat> believe it was faulty lids that were supplied by our manufacturer. Which, you know, they would probably have recourse back on there. But, you know, there comes a time when, like, so we, at the time, you know, so so we had all of that where I basically made a decision at the end of 2022 to write off all our inventory. We were done, right? Like, I was just, I didn't want to throw good money after bad, right? Like, and we had too much, Our you know, our reputation is too good that I don't want to ruin it by shipping product that's going to be like that. So um, there was nothing. We had a lot of tests done on the product itself, and the product was perfectly fine to drink. It was just it would explode, then it would leak out, and then you could have mold forming on the, yep. the cartons, right? So it was a huge – it sucked. Like, but, like, honestly, making the decision to discontinue, I felt great. Like, it was like a weight lifted off of my shoulders. Mm -hmm. um, I will say just a couple other things before I get into some of the other challenges we had – um, you know, when we, so there was those manufacturing challenges that, that went into it. Um, when we decided to relaunch, we knew that if we wanted to take it to the next level, like we had a good top line, um, you know, when we decided to call it quits the first time around, uh, but we knew we had to take it to another level and that is bring somebody on board to help us who knew the drink space. So that's why we brought on James Gracely from, uh, bang and uh, ignite to come in and kind of help uh, spearhead that um, basically beverage industry play for this. Right. So we were less concerned in specialty because at the end of the day, specialty is peanuts. But I would say that if I had to do it again, I probably would have taken a little bit of a different approach because, you know, we did really well starting in specialty and branching off to that. When we first relaunched here, we kind of went more straight. We didn't we didn't have a, such a stronghold on specialty. We tried to go straight to, you know, drink distribution, yeah. all the big distributors that way. And so, yeah, we got some wins along the way there, but like we needed to build our, our ground, like our, uh, we needed to get those easy wins up front and we didn't do that this time. Right. Yeah. And I will say that the, the landscape changed as opposed to being first to market. There was a ton of other energy drinks out there that were good. You know, they, they weren't as good as America energy in my humble opinion. You know, like I still, uh, I drink a lot of different energy drinks now cause it's, uh, I find it fascinating. Right. Like, but I still, whenever I go back and have America energy, it's just like, man, these are great. Yeah. Um, and so I'm super proud of what we did here, but the energy drink space is huge, right? Like we didn't have, we had the labeling and the taste, right? That's what we had. You know, we don't have a Jake Paul to drive Prime, right? Or, you know, or Alani, like, influence. There's no influencer there, right? Like, we didn't have a Christian Guzman. We didn't have, um, 
you know, the footprint of, you know, you know, Ghost has done tremendous in how they've kind of launched and blown up. We didn't have any collaborations like Rise, and I think that was key for their blowing up, right? Um, so it was just a harder road for us, and it's a ton of cash that you need to run this stuff. It's not like any Joe can run, go run a pre-workout. If you have $20,000, you can go start a pre, you can run a pre-workout. Like, let's be honest, you can't. You can't do it right. You can't start a brand. But if you have $20,000, you can run your pre-workout. It's many magnitudes higher than that on drinks. It's a much bigger game. And so, you know, it's a ton of cash and a ton of energy into a space where we weren't completely set up to win. We were kind of learning as we were going. Um, and... I think we made a really good decision to not continue down that path, at least for now. I told everyone we are on, uh, we're in energy drink jail for two years. So we can't, because we, we even toy with the idea now, like, oh man, we could, I would do this, this, and this, and we do this. Well, I don't know if you want to get into it, but you had a whole nother yeah. uh, business plan for energy drinks. An energy and we pulled drink. the plug, which was smart. Right. So, um, so two years, so 2025 after that, we can't, even think about doing an energy drink until after that. Uh, now I do. We uh, did. The thinking is going to happen. Yeah, you can't. You can't totally avoid but that. No investment, right? So what I'm getting at it is, it's a low margin product when you in the grand scheme of thing because of the way distribution works and the mm -hmm. price they have to get it for and what the retailers have to pay, and especially if you're in sleeved cans, it's a it's a low margin product that does that takes a lot of cash investment. And really, you need to get to, I think, you know, a key point is like that 25 to 50 million spot per year is where you need to be to really kind of make it worth it. But then it's like, it's a lot. That's a lot of drinks you're running. Yeah. You know, like, and then it's, it's, it's a lot. And so, you know, maybe some advice or maybe it's not advice, but like, I see it a lot in this industry. Like everybody wants to have an energy drink and it's just about every day I text the group. I'm like, well. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. And they come from, you know, great supplement companies, right? And so the problem I see is one is I I, I hope those supplement companies, one, have uh, thought about the distribution chain, thought about uh, the company structure. First of all, I would make sure that that company is separate from the actual supplement company. Right. Keep your books and your cash and all of that separate, right? Keep your investments separate because what's going to happen is, and luckily we did this the right way, but I see other people that might not be doing that, is they're taking, they have a good, really strong supplement side of things that is making a good margin. And they're then taking that cash to feed a low margin, much higher investment uh, product Right, and so they're pulling cash from the supplement side to put it into the energy drink side, which may or may not succeed. Yeah. And I just we made the decision that we didn't want to do that. Right, we didn't want to pull from all our growing brands. So, you know, I see it out there, and I just I worry for those companies that I just hope they have it set up uh, right. You know, I think if you're launching and you're only doing like direct to consumer or your own shipping, it's going to be really hard to scale. Like the shipping costs on this stuff is, is really difficult and it just takes a ton of cash. So, you know, I would just make sure that you have your shipping costs kind of figured out, built into your pricing structure. Make sure you have 
distribution partners on board ahead of time before you even launch, which is difficult to do, especially with a product that isn't on the market. It's not easy to do. Um, and if you can't do that, you know, and, and I would definitely make it a separate company with a separate books and separate cash flow. Um, and if you can't do that, then I, I wouldn't do the drink. I, I wouldn't do get into the drink space. And when we made the decision, it was a combination of factors. It was, it was all the manufacturing issues we had, but at the same time, it was all the success we were having or are having in other projects on the supplement side that were more promising for us. So like core had a record. I mean, like all the brands are having like record years, but we're also starting to get into uh, collaborations, which can be expensive. We're getting into uh, the bars are blowing up on the arms race side, which needs a ton of cash to grow. And that's another big whole different space. You know, we're working through the RTDs, uh, the non-carbonated uh, RTD pre-workouts. Can which I is, stop you there real quick? Which is a whole other thing. Yep. So in a, so still beverage world, but under brand, does yeah. that get factored into like you're doing that as the RTD as a brand, as the brand, like you're not rolling it. Separately. I am because yes, I am. I think energy drinks is different okay. because I think energy drinks has, has to be. Well, the minimums. Minimums are different. The, 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 the packaging is different. And, um, well, it's a lower risk when it damages. Uh, uh, There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that go into that. It's, it's not the aluminum cans. Um, I think to be successful in energy drinks, you really have to have that distribution down. Now you need it in the RTDs as well. Like let's not, I mean, we're going to be running hundreds of pallets to start, but like if, if we don't have the right distribution, we're never pulling the trigger on that. Right. But you have to have what is going Dude, on? Dude, it's like low connect. It's like a lightning storm in there. You have to have distribution, um, but your distribution is a little more niche. Like you're not expected to be. I don't expect the the harness RTD to be in the QT down the street. But really, that's where you need to be playing in the energy drink space, in my opinion. Right? Like I'm just speaking. This is all my opinion, and my experience. So like I'm not saying I have all the answers, but we did learn a lot through this. So oh, this is your podcast. In addition to all the manufacturing challenges, we had so we have so much good stuff going on and brands that just need so much attention that it was becoming kind of a distraction for something that was, you know, spinning its wheels. It wasn't producing the type of cash flow income that we would want with all the energy that we were putting into it, right? So it's just like, just like you want to put your best people where your best opportunities are, you want to put your money where your best opportunities are. And we felt that we were set up much better to succeed in all of the other projects that we have going on for all our other brands and, uh, and the potential new brand that we're working on um, than to go down this route, right? And to throw, uh, you know, good money after potentially bad business. So there was the manufacturing issues. There was how There's a lot of nuggets in here. Yeah, there was a, there was how good we were doing uh, in the other side that pushed it. Um, there was the distribution challenges and really trying to uh, get people bought on board to the branding. And so the branding and distribution challenges are very similar um, because our drinks. We probably sent our drinks everywhere. We had contacts, and you know we were set up correctly to to win in more than just. Uh, specialty this time, but the consistent feedback that we got, and this is a real sad commentary on the state of our uh, country, to be honest with you, is the branding, the patriotic flag branding was still too aggressive and 
certain buyers did not want to offend somebody. I get it. So like a lot of the feedback, well, I get it and I don't get it. A lot of the feedback that we got was, uh, love the flavors, you know, love the drink. I even really like the, 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 the can, but we cannot bring this in because, uh, you basically, we don't want to piss anyone off. Right. Right. They're, they're worried about the one customer that would throw a stink about it. So it was kind of like, you know, we have that shirt for the, for America Labs that you can't cancel patriotism, but you know, for America energy, America energy really did suffer from that. And it was, and I would say we have some really diehard fans that are going to hate the idea of this going away. Like, you know, this, this product, you know, maybe in another world, another, another time, another like, I mean, time, really talk about it right now. Like, so there's some other things going on in the world right now where it's, there's a cancel towards the wokeness that's, that's happening. Like the Bud Light thing. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually going to sip some Miller lights actually during this <laughs> we got a new sponsor. Um, but like the whole Bud Light thing and then their market share has gone down billions of dollars because of go the woke, go broke. of it. Well, so maybe there is a, a shift, you know, going back the other way. Uh, but that's what sucks about the country. It's just like... It's like two snap, countries. Snap. It's like two different countries. And, and at the end of the day, like, we just weren't successful. Like, let's be honest. I'm not blaming other people on this. No. We take full ownership of this because we weren't successful in getting the product in the hands of the people that love the product. Yeah. Right? So, like, how many times did we go to... you know, When we sponsored the race car, that like, man, this stuff is awesome. How can... Where can I get this stuff? This is oh, this is the best thing ever. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but I guess you know you where at I'm the going. the racetrack. We had the racetrack and oh lord, we got that boom. I mean, it was good, yeah, and it, it was just like it created a frenzy. But then we're like, oh yeah, you can uh, go to the Mooresville Nutrition Corner and get it, you know, because we couldn't get the placement. Yeah. So it wasn't for lack of a good product. It wasn't for lack of good branding. It was really just. It was for lack of good distribution. Now, we'll take the blame for that, but at the end of the day, we're being honest in the feedback that we got in a lot of the places that we wanted to be, and they didn't want to touch the patient. I mean, I think branding. that the way you're going through the challenges is also like the reason the of of importance of what hurt us the most. I think the manufacturing, I think the damages probably hurt us the most, and then the struggle of, of getting placement was would be second. And then the branding, like, yeah, we could have we could have done without maybe a, a couple of those buyers um, as long as we had like, you know, some better manufacturing, you know, or non-manufacturing issues, um, which would allow for more distribution channels. And then we could have navigated, I think, our branding issues. But I think the manufacturing ultimately like put us in a really rough spot. Yeah. Because I mean, even if the partners that were but on board, you know, like we had a great partner in the in Nebraska, like the, the middle of the country, just love it. Just freaking love it. The funny thing is, though, it's just like, you know, we everything really does happen for a reason. Because if we didn't have that manufacturing mess up, would we still be throwing a ton of money into this? And not just money, but energy. Like we are, our people capital is so important to us. And everyone here literally does 10 jobs. When people come to visit us and they see how many people we have in here and what we do and like the volume we move and all that through everyone working hard and wearing different hats, like to pull off a 10%, 20%, 30% of somebody's time to focus on America energy, which isn't doing what it needs to do yeah. is a waste of a resource. So if we didn't have this mess up on the manufacturing side, 
we might still be throwing money at this. And I we, feel super at peace with our decision at the end of last year to be done with it. And in fact, you know, like it was, yeah, it was a huge write-off, um, you know, at the end of the year. But like, I think because we're not focused on it, you know, everything else is going to get better, right? Um, and it's really funny because when I, it was like the day after I made the decision to cut the cord on Merrick energy or whatever the expression is to expression. Uh, pour a little out for it's our homies. Yeah. Um, a huge opportunity came our way Yeah, that could be bigger than all of it. And that I'm super excited to talk about in the future. Right. <laughs> so, um, when one door closes, another, another door opens. Door. Exactly. And that has been the case here. So, uh, we feel good about this decision. Um, Fail forward. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. I was just thinking that. I was going to say that too. Fail so, you know, combination of the focusing on the good things, the uh, manufacturing challenges, the distribution challenges, the branding challenges was really the full explanation. And, you know, when I tell people this, you know, people get really pissed when they, when I tell them the feedback that I would get from buyers. You know, because a lot of the buyers personally enjoyed the product, but like they have to answer to other people too, sure. right? And so that is pretty much where, you know, we got stuck and we couldn't get, we just really were struggling to get over that hump. So what else you got, Pat? Is there anything else that you feel like we should share here? I feel like we shared quite a bit. No, I thought it was really good. There's a lot of good nuggets in there. I mean, uh... hey, we still have some, we still have some, and if you're in Statesville, North Carolina, or yeah, whatever, just come with a U-Haul truck. And yeah, come with a U-Haul truck. Yeah, take what you can. Get. You can pick it up for a dollar a can. We got a fire sale going on right now today. <laughs> dollar a can. You come to Statesville, North Carolina, fifteen fourteen Wilkesboro Highway, Statesville. Come. We're, dollar we'll a can. We'll still have a uh, Crush Fest is May twentieth, so we'll yep. still have. We'll the, do a blowout sale there. then. So come on down for the crush. Um, we have officially taken down our America Energy website. If you go to AmericaEnergy.com, it'll push you over to America Labs. Which the drinks are not on. Uh, that's a good question. I think we might should be. take them down. <laughs> yeah, we should take them down. So Because we don't want to be shipping product that could explode in the way. Because yeah. then we got to deal with all that. And I think Marianne Cook's in there. All right, let's just see here. Stock it up. Just we got some talking. People are hydrate. talking. How would I stack it with a pre-workout? Just put the hydrate in your pre-workout. Now we're going to ask the boss here. little style. Uh, we're coming in hot. Marianne's in here. I'm going to buy a case on your website. I'm actually cut across the country in San Jose. Eric, no, listen. It's not going to make send, it. Send us an email. You pay for shipping, and I'll send you a bunch of drinks for free. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Is that fair? It's gotta go but you pallet. can't return them if they explode on the way. You have to pay for shipping. I will ship them to you for free. I'll send you up to... I'll send you... How many cases? What fits in like a big box? So 20. Eight cases. I'll send you eight cases for free, but you got to pay for shipping. How about I wonder that? what the cost would be on that. I'm trying to think about oh, a, pallet, bucks. a pallet cost. Oh, a pallet cost to, cost to so college like, probably 200 bucks, right? If you put 40 cases on a pallet and you had to pay like 250 Five bucks. Dollars. Five bucks a case? Yeah. I mean, it's still a deal. Yeah, it's a deal. It's a sick deal. Um, yeah. What do you think, Aaron? What else you got? Onward and upward, he says. You guys have any other questions on here? I'll buy a case. I'm well, curious who's going to sponsor us. That's a little. Uh, what are we? What are we going to like? 
We, I mean, we can still sip. We have plenty of drinks for now. Yeah, I mean, we have. Well, listen, so I think we drank Ameri- original American energy that was like two years past expiration. We still and it was have still good. a friend drinking impeachment. Yeah, and who loves it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the great thing about preservatives. So, <laughs> I mean, the drinks are good well past expiration. But, uh, yeah, we're looking for a new energy drink sponsor for Boss Status and Updates. So if you're interested, send us an email, info at corenutritionals.com. We're both athletes. Yep, we'll be your we'll yep. be your energy drink athletes. So I'm trying to think of Seth, if you're out there watching, you got an energy drink. Dan from Ghost, you, you got an energy drink. How about who's over at Rise? Um uh what uh Big Daddy. Big Daddy. No da- Daddy. Big Daddy, if you're watching this, <laughs> send it our way. Who else we got? Does uh Ray, Prime Ray Logan so, Logan Ray Paul so if him, you right? what's that? Uh, Lex, can he send it? Sexy Lexi, yeah. send them our way. Maybe Ray's can, uh, but I think they're kind of getting away from doing their energy drink too. They've, they've kind of. C-Bomb has a 12 ouncer now. I mean, yep, C-Bomb. You know, you could sponsor Boss Status. There's so many. Listen. Uh, do we could do so many things for, for you guys. You know, you don't need uh, multiple millions of followers on Instagram. For, first you, form, Andy. First I, form has one. You know, so I think, <laughs> I, I think what? their energy drink might be gone or going. Yeah, we don't know yet. I, and I didn't, I wasn't even thinking of them when I was talking about it earlier, but I bet you they ran into a lot of the, I bet you, I'd love to get, um, uh, Sal, Andy, uh, uh, no, Brian, Brian, love to get Brian on here to talk about it. Candidly. Yeah. Hey, bring your cigars down, Brian. Like, Brian, got cigars, cigar. tequila, energy drinks, good time. But <laughs> I, I could see like that. I mean, that business generates so much cash. They're supplement business. They're, yeah. they're a monster and they're crushing it. But then they did energy drinks, which take up so much space for the value of the inventory. It takes a ton of cash. Well, they do have a lot of grab or like uh, grab and go functional stuff. side now. Yeah. So I wonder. But I thought I heard they were leaving Vitamin Shop. Uh, well, the only thing that we know is that like uh, they were through the re- through the cust- uh, the employees. Well, they were on sale for two for a dollar at Vitamin Shop. The protein bar. A protein bar. Now we're talking about protein bars. Yeah. Well, okay. their only thing in vitamin shop was a protein bar and energy drink. And sticks. And sticks. Oh, and the muffin cups and yeah, yeah. all the functions. <laughs> and stuff. everything. Yeah, and muffin <laughs> cups and whatever. Yeah. But they were two for a dollar, and then the employee said that, yeah, they're either, I think they're going away. And then I think David Dodgel said that. But I would love to ha- hear their experience because I, I bet you, I mean, even a company as awesome as First Form probably faced a lot of the challenges because those guys weren't drink. I mean, they probably had some drink partners come in and help them. But, like, they weren't drink guys. They were learning it as they went. You know, they're the type of guys that were like, we'll figure it out type of guys. Um, and I would love to hear their challenges, too. Because it's be a super fun uh, podcast to do with, like, a roundtable of supplement start guys yeah. that branched into other spaces and then share, like, that experience. Yeah. Like, even, like, like I mean, Seth and Axe and Sledge are new to it, but it just work seems to be, like, a separate it's just work energy. It's not exercise. Maybe it's a separate company. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's another good one too. Even Dan, having Dan part of that group would be sweet because yeah. he's like on the su- very successful side. Well, yeah. so we think, right? Well, I mean, they did about they got, a quarter billion last year. So. Not bought out, but they got, uh, yeah. Yo, I wonder how Anheuser-Busch's backlash is going to affect Ghost. If certain like people stop carrying using them as distributors, it's interesting because like uh, people were like, it's not just Bud Light people. Here's the list, and it was all the alcoholic beverages that they were. See, I think that's stupid. Like, I mean, I get it. What part? Just full on cancel culture. 
just in general, I think is stupid. Yeah. Like support the brands you want to support. Like I get that too, but man, it's a shame because that's gonna have that's gonna reverberate all the way down. Like the amount of jobs that that will lose with, to good people that probably love that probably don't agree with that decision. It's gonna affect thousands of people. Yeah, you know? but in certain in certain situations though, like. You got the it. only thing that you have some power over is where as, you spend your a, money. Is I where get. your dollar is. Yep. You know, it's like the only thing that the little man that as long as there's a bunch of little man doing something, yep. then you can accomplish something. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that impact. Like I saw a guy, like I saw like a video where he's a merchandiser for a grocery store and he sells Bud Budweiser to the grocery store and he can't make his sales or his commissions because yeah. nobody's buying it. So he's like, so I might not be able to feed my family. This and month. we know it was a little like, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, like politically motivated. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know if he was actually not going to be able to feed his family. Like it might've been yeah, a little uh, dramatic, exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. But well, well, I mean, one of the other, uh, just interesting, somebody mentioned it on the live here is that gorilla mind is launching their energy drink today, okay. which, Totally loaded formula, like, uh, um, man, I just thought of another one. Gorilla Mind. There's all black everything now. All black everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, Gorilla Mind launched, and they are like a direct to consumer brand. Like, yeah. and they're Aren't a massive, they like an Amazon, br- like they're like a massive brand, but they are all. I believe they're all direct to consumer. I don't know. Like the, you know, they they're essentially direct to consumer. But I'd love to learn their distribution strategy on this. Are they going to just be shipping cases direct to consumer? I just can't see that being a profitable long term play. Maybe it's proof of concept until somebody like Vitamin Shop picks them up, and then maybe start breaking into, um, you know, other spaces. Maybe that's their play. Uh, but we should go buy some of their drinks. I'd like to try them. Where? Uh, they just launched today online. So, so can, direct to consumer. So it's direct to consumer. So like, I wonder how their shipping set up, you know, and I wonder, um, yeah, all black, everything is another one. Um, you know, and CEO swole is running it, you know, so I'm sure it'll be successful. Um, but that's a, another big gamble, right? It's a lot of cash when their supplement brands doing well. So, um, but that's maybe, maybe they Five can sponsor flavors. us. Five flavors. I thought there's four. Arctic white. Everybody's going Arctic White. They had an orange. Black cherry vanilla. Black cherry vanilla. Exotic kiwi. Yep. Orange rush. Variety pack. So four. How much? Thirty four ninety nine. How much is the variety pack? Thirty nine ninety nine. Let's order it. All right, Gorilla Mine, here you are on the You know what? We're gonna purchase your products and maybe you can sponsor us. Yeah, sponsors, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um somebody says, who has them? Yeah, all black everything. Yep, they're in Vitamin Shop. Um, so anything else? It's good. good. Good formula, right? It's a good formula. I wonder how it tastes. Got that saffron in there. You got that saffron for that appetite suppressant. I don't know if every, anybody, everybody wants that. But. Oh, dude, it's got seven grams of erythritol. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. <laughs> Wowzers. All right, well. Seven. What is, uh, what do we got here? Three. three? Yeah, it's generally what we do. So seven is a lot. That's more like, uh. 3D energy. Oh, 3D. There's another one. Christian, if you're watching this, you can so, sponsor um, uh, our podcast. $110 for free shipping. So it's $39.99 for uh, yeah, one Figure out shipping. Can you, can you? Yeah, we'll, we'll do this on live All right. here. All right, guys. That's the wrap. We tried to bring you behind the curtains, behind the scenes. If you have any questions about this, comment in the video below. Right, POV? You're going to put this up. We get some comments. Hey, does anybody know any uh, uh, 
Coupon code? Coupon code for a Gorilla Mind coupon code since we're going to order them on here. Who's a gorilla athlete out there? (laughs) They have like a ton of people. Uh, More place, more dates. It's his his company, right? Derek, more place, more dates. Oh, it is? Yeah. Didn't he talk? He did a video on me. He He loves you. I don't know if I'd say say that, but. He went scrolling through your Instagram like. Oh, he did look at some pics. Yeah. Uh, He knows all about. Oh, the new little C4s. Ah, David. David's got a hookup. All right, David, you get it done. I want that contract on my desk when you get here tomorrow, all right? <laughs> C4. All right, guys, we appreciate you. We appreciate all your support. And uh, although America Energy is no longer, we are going to be better than ever. Right, Patrick? Yes, sir. Where is my phone? I was going to take us out with some taps. It's there. Oh, it's there. <laughs> Patrick, taps. Let's go. Aaron. Burr, burr, burr. All right, guys, till next time, keep crushing it.